forward. Okay, and Okay, so live streaming now, and I think everything is in place. Oh, and one thing I have to remember to do this time that I forgot last time is try to pin, pin. Okay, hopefully that should work. So um, now you don't have to be afraid to show your lovely faces because you won't be on Facebook. <laughs> um, okay, pranam to all of you. Um, Thank you for joining us today. So this is uh, this is uh, part part two of uh, our talks on exploring the mercy of Srinityananda Ram through song and shastra. Um, so we will just start with some. Um, I'll just turn off any other noises before we start. Okay, we'll just start with the Mangalacharan. Hare Krishna. Om Jnana Timirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Jena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Siddhantot Palasara Nityarasikam Hangsang Vilasatmakam Audariyakya Siddhana Sevakatanam Vishramba Bhakti Pradam Yajya Yuktivi Chakshanam Dvakabhido Vaishishta Shaktya Sada Vandeham Tripurari Namakaya Tim Shri Bhakti Vedantinam Namam Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishtaya Putale Swami Shri Bhakti Vedanta Prabhupadaya Tinamaha Gurvagyam Shirasi Dritva Shakti Avesha Swarupine Hare Krishna Timantrena Paschati Prachatarine Vishvacharya Prabharyaya Divya Karunya Murtaye Shri Bhagavata Madhurya Gita Gyana Pradayane Gaura Shri Rupa Siddhanta Saraswati Nishevine Radha Krishna Padambhoja Bringaya Gurave Namaha Devang Divya Tanum Suchanda Vadanam Balarka Chelanchitam Sandrananda Purang Sadeka Varanam Vairagya Vidam Budhim Shri Siddhanta Nidhim Subhaktila Sitam Sarasvatanam varam, vande tang shubhadhamadeka sharanam yashishwaram shridharam. Vancha kalpatarupyascha, kripasindhubya evacha, patitanam pavanebhyo, vaishnavebhyo namunamaha. Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya, Prabhu Nityananda, Shri Advaita Gadadhara, Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda. Ajanu lambita puja kanakavadato Sankirtanai kapitaro kamalaya taksho Vishvambaro dvijavaro jugadharma palo Vande jagat priyakaro karunavataro Vande shri krishna chaitanya nityanando sahodito Gododaye pushpavanto chitro shando tamunuto Vandeham Shri Ramakrishna Abhaya Charana Sukho Sukhado Paramanando Sundaro Subalapriyo He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dina Bandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namustute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Brindabaneshwari Brishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Shri Gurudev Ki Jai Anand Kuti Vaishnavrinda Ki Jai Pranams to you all. Thank you very much for being here today. Um, one thing I just I forgot to do on the Zoom, I'll just um, do the muting. Yes, mute tool, just in case of any background noises. Okay, so um, 
Yeah, thank you very much for joining us. So um, last week we, uh, we uh, gave the first, first part of these talks um, about the mercy of Lord Nityananda. Um, and I'll do a very brief recap of, of what we spoke about last week. We, we kind of introduced um, the title of the talks and uh, how we got to the title and how we decided on, on the topic. Um, we talked briefly about a few uh, qualities and characteristics of Lord Nityananda um, uh, that are very endearing. Um, for example, things like his very reliable friendship, um, his childlike um, innocent mood, um, and yet also how he is simultaneously God, but yet with a, such a, a very sweet mood. Um, we hope to go uh, deeper into some of these topics today. Um, one other quote that we also shared was that um, uh, everything can always, uh, everything always comes back to Lord Nityananda. So um, today we're going to be looking a bit more into that um, as to how, how does it always come back to Lord Nityananda. Um, we also spoke a little bit about bhajans, about devotional songs um, and why we love them. And also we introduced the, the main song that we'll be using uh, for, um, for studying during these talks. And it's a song of Srila Lochandas Thakur called Akrodha Paramananda Nityananda Rai. Um, so last week, after introducing everything, we, we spoke a little bit about the song and we sang the first verse, um, which introduced Lord Nityananda um, to us. Uh, in that first verse, um, Lochandas Thakur um, presented the very um, divine and glorious presence of Lord Nityananda. Um, uh, it described him as being, uh, you know, free, free from anger, the supreme bliss, um, completely devoid of any pride or any false ego. And it described how he is wandering about the villages. So we got in, introduced in this way. Um, the screen is going dark a bit. Anyway. So today uh, we're going to uh, look at the second and third verses. Um, We'll try to do a screen share so that you can see as well. Um, let me see if I can do this. Uh, oops. Um, share screen. Um, portion of screen. Share. Oops. What's happened there? I have to, I have to find the, uh, this is what I want. Um, sorry, it's just gonna take me a moment because I've never done, I've never done this before, this screen sharing thing. Uh, so I guess we don't need the whole, well, we'll put the whole bit in and then we can adjust it. This. Um, So uh, can everyone see that okay? The screen share, it's working? Yeah, great, okay. So, um, okay, so, sorry, I'll get my note. Um, so verse, uh, verse one, we mentioned already, we spoke about last week. So uh, we, it, it begins, Akrota Paramananda Nityananda Rai Abhimana Shunyanitai Nagare Begai. So the second verse, Adhama Patita Jiver Dware Dware Giya Hari Nama Mahamantra Dichena Bilaya. And the translation of the second verse we'll just read we'll read the translation briefly and then we'll go more into it um so going from door to door among the residences of lowly and fallen souls he freely distributes the harinam maha mantra and verse three 
यारे देखे थारे कहे दंथे त्रिना धोरी आमारे किनिया लो बोलो गौराहारी Holding a straw in his teeth, he calls out to whomever he sees, Please purchase me by worshipping Gaurahari. So, we will start with... Uh, so, we mentioned in the, in the first verse, Lord Nityananda is introduced, we hear something about his presence and how he appears. And in the second verse, we're hearing that he's going, um, he's going door to door um, among the residences of lowly and fallen souls and he freely distributes the Harinam Maha Mantra. So in the second verse, we're seeing something more about his, um, I'm going to stop sharing the screen now, sorry, because I can't concentrate. Um, we're seeing more of something about his purpose now, like what's, it, what's he doing? So, um, and why is he doing it? Because he was, he's been instructed by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in, uh, in, in the Chaitanya Bhagavat is described that one day, quite unexpectedly, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, um, he, call, he called out, um, Shuno Shuno Nityananda Shuno Haridasa Sarvatra Amara Agya Koroha Prakasha Prati Kare Kare Gya Koroe Bhiksha Bolo Krishna Bhaja Krishna Koro Krishna Shiksha Oh, hear me, hear me, Nityananda, hear me, Haridas. Simply disseminate my order everywhere. Go from house to house and beg the residents. Speak about Krishna, worship Krishna, and teach others about Krishna. So Lord Chaitanya, he gave this order to Nityananda Prabhu and to Haridas Thakur, but we'll see a little bit later as well that he did specifically ask Lord Nityananda to preach in Bengal. Um, so, so Lord, Lord Nityananda, he's, he's on a, he's got a mission. So we're hearing about his mission in the second verse that he, um, he's going door to door and he's giving the Maha Mantra to everyone. So the first words of the, of the second verse, um, Adhama Patita Jiver, Dware Dware Gia, Adhama Patita Jiver. So jiver, we know jiva means like the souls. Adhama and patita are two words that are describing the, the souls in a very, um, a very sad way, um, a very unfortunate way. So the word adham is sometimes translated as wretched. So wretched means like um, in a very, very unhappy and very unfortunate state. Uh, Adhama is seen as like the opposite of Uttama. So Uttam is like the best and Adham can mean like the worst. Um, some of you might know in, in Bhagavad Gita, uh, when Krishna is speaking about the, the, the lowest of mankind, he uses this word Naradhama, Nara meaning man and Adhama meaning the lowest. So Adhama can mean like the lowest or the worst. It can mean um, abominable. It can, it can mean um, mean, like a mean person. And it can mean ignoble. Ignoble means like morally bad. So basically a lot of negative, <laughs> negative words um, describing these people at Hama. So it's simply, it's translated as wretched, a very unfortunate state. Um, and patita, um, patita is translated in in one translation as destitute so destitute means like extremely poor like means like if someone is destitute it means that they they don't even have what they need even the things that they need so i thought it was quite significant because um lochandas takur is saying these adhama patita jiver so he's seeing them as jivas he's seeing them as souls in this very unfortunate state and as we as we know that in this state of misidentification in um, in the material world that they don't everyone is serving their their senses and their mind and they're trying to serve the body and they're trying to be happy but because they're not serving the self 
then they're not actually getting what what they need. So I thought it was quite quite significant to to quote this word patita meaning destitute, but patita can also mean like fallen. Um, depraved, depraved means like morally corrupt. It can mean depressed, downfallen. So again, like Adhama and Patita, these souls are in a in a very unfortunate condition. And why? Why are they wretched and destitute? So we read last week, we read a verse that Lord Nityananda Prabhu, he doesn't discriminate. He doesn't discriminate between the good and the bad. He doesn't discriminate between anybody. Um, and also that is the order of Lord Chaitanya, like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said to him, just go to everyone without discrimination. So Lord Nityananda Prabhu, he's doing that. But like looking at um, the jivas in, a, in the, a position in the material world, I just thought we could discuss a little bit about why it's a very sad situation. I mean, probably most of you are quite conscious of the harshness of the material world. Everybody here experiences it to um, varying degrees. But um, so these saints, such as Lochandas Thakur, they're, they're, they're seeing with a broad vision, they're seeing that this, this material realm is not all that there is. They're seeing that these are jivas in the material world and that they're in a very unfortunate condition because of their position. So um, in this realm, there's, a, there's, as we know, there's a lot of suffering going on. It's a realm of karma, realm of action and reaction. And, and the reactions can be very harsh. Um, my Guru Maharaj, he often explains, um, he, he quotes a verse from the Bhagavatam and he explains that it's quite a Darwinian phrase that um, where the, uh, I'll actually, I'll, I'll read you the verse from the Bhagavatam. It says, Ahastani sahastanam apadani chatushpadam palguni tatra mahatang jivo jivasya jivanam and this means those who are devoid of hands are prey for those who have hands. Those devoid of legs are prey for the four-legged. The weak are the subsistence of the strong. And the general rule holds that one living being is food for another. So um, it's, it's a pretty harsh situation. Um, one living being being food for another. And um, similarly, in the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says to Arjun that this material world is, he describes it as Dukalayam Ashashwatam. He says to Arjun, it's Dukalayam, it's, it's miserable, it's a place full of misery. And um, Arjun may then say, um, oh, but, you know, there are some things in this world that are not miserable. There are some things that I like in this world. But then Krishna says, yeah, but it's Ashashwatam, they're temporary. So because of the temporary nature, even something that we may love very much, um, when it's taken away, then it will ultimately cause sadness. So it's a difficult situation um, in this world. You know, people are in that state of false identity, um, thinking that they're something that they're not. Um, they're always fearful. They never know what's coming. Um, and Lord Nityananda, he's he's going, he's going to everybody, he's going to all these people that are in this this unfortunate condition, and he's giving them something um, very high. He's giving them something that's going to help pull them out of of that condition. So, uh, just give and uh, read a brief um, sentence from um, from the sacred preface book that I mentioned last week, where so in in this book. My Guru Maharaj um, speaks about that verse from the Bhagavatam about the harshness of this world. And then he says, in short, we live in a mean spirited place, struggling with one another within the constraints of time and space. But of course, the Bhagavat does not stop there. It tells us how to end our ego of exploitation. As we die to the killing within us, we find that no one is chasing us anymore. The less we take, the less we owe. With the end of taking, we enter the border region of Vaikuntha, its halo. 
So I thought it's a very nice point. Um, so we've spoken a little bit about the realm of karma, and we hear sometimes about karma yoga, where people are acting because they want to in, they want to enjoy some fruits for them for their senses and things like that. And we hear about this, you know, this well-being, like the realm of of taking. Um, but then in that that part there, my guru is explaining about when people decide to um, to stop taking and how they enter into the like the halo of Vaikuntha. So. Um, Sometimes that's seen as, uh, it's explained as being like the difference between karma yoga and jnana yoga. So the jnana yogis are, um, they want to stop taking. They don't want to be involved in all of that suffering. They just want to stop taking. And um, then they, you know, sometimes if they aspire for this Brahma Jyoti, this effulgence, this halo of Vaikuntha, then they can merge into that, you know, free from suffering, at peace, not taking. But then, so we have Karma Yoga, we have Gyan Yoga, but then there's more because we can take or we can stop taking. But really the fullest expression is to give. You know, we know that um, love is characterized by giving. And the spiritual world is characterized by love and affection. So if we want to, uh, we want to look further into who Lord Nityananda is and, and how is he so qualified to help all of us here in the material world. Um, so we mentioned last week that um, we mentioned this verse of... Um, Narutam Das Thakur, that Brajendra Nandana Ye, Sachisutta Huilo Se, Balarama Huilo Nitai. So Krishna, he became Sachisutta, he became Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and Balaram, he became Nitai. So in uh, Goloka Vrindavan, in the spiritual world, and Krishna's home place, where Krishna is really himself, you know, we hear in Bhagavatam, he is the original personality of Godhead. He has his own abode. Um, as we mentioned last week, there are many forms of God, but Krishna in his original form, he's there in Goloka Vrindavan. Um, in his original expression, he's being fully himself, how he chooses to be. Um, there's a very nice part in Sacred Preface, again, where, where my Guru Maharaj says that if God is all loving, um, he must love not only compassionately and in the way a master loves his students, but also in fraternal, parental and ultimately romantic love. And here, uh, the hope of humanity is realized. Uh, its intuitive sense that love is the goal is confirmed in the pastimes of, of God in his original form. So Lord Balaram, as the elder brother of Krishna, um, we hear that he has that fraternal love for Krishna. He's in Sakyaras. And Lord Nityananda Prabhu also, predominantly in Sakyaras. As we mentioned, there is also some hint of um, parental love and some servant servile mood also. But the main mood is Sakyaras. And now Lord Nityananda, he also inspired lineages of Sakyaras um, from his, his presence here 500 years ago. Sometimes it's said, Krishna and Balaram, that they are both God and they're both equal. But there is sometimes it's explained that um, the, the difference between Krishna and Balaram is one is uh, Savya Bhagavan and one is Sevaka Bhagavan. So one is God who is being served and one is God who is serving. So Krishna being Savya Bhagavan and Balaram being um, Sevaka Bhagavan. So we're going to explore a little bit more about that when we get to the third verse of the song. Um, but for now, we, we, want to, we want to see a bit more about Lord Nityananda's involvement with the world. So in the very beginning of the Chaitanya Charitamrita, um, in the, the, the very first verse, Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami, he, he offers respects to all the gurus and to the devotees and to the many incarnations of the Lord and to Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And then he gives uh, a, a wonderful benediction to the readers that, um, that the son of Mother Satchi would appear in the innermost chambers of your heart. And he gives a few verses of exp explaining a little bit about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and who he is and why he came. 
But then in the, the seventh verse of the first chapter, then Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami, he speaks a verse that's dedicated to Lord Nityananda. And he says, Sankarshana Karana Toya Shai, Garpoda Shai Chapayopti Shai, Sheshascha Yasyangsha Kalasa Nityanandhakya Rama Sharanamamastu. And this means, may he who is known as Nityananda Ram be my shelter. Sankarshan Karanadakashai, Garbodakashai, Kshirodakashai, and Shesha are his plenary portions and portions of his plenary portions. There's also a tra the translation in Srila uh, Prabhupada's Chaitanya Charitamrita is very similar but I'll just read it also. May Sri Nityananda Ram be the object of my constant remembrance. Sankarshan, Sheshanag, and the Vishnus who lie on the Karana Ocean, Garba Ocean, and Ocean of Milk are his plenary portions or the portions of his plenary portions. So it's quite an amazing verse that Lord Nityananda, there's so much behind him. Um, and in the, a bit later in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, in the fifth chapter, then Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami goes into it more deeply um, and, it, and explains more fully and in depth um, the, this philosophy. But for, due to, in the interest of time, we'll try to keep it fairly brief just now. And I'll just share a few things about what, what some Shastras say about how to understand these different expansions of Lord Nityananda that were mentioned in that verse like the, the three Vishnus, for example. So, um, um, I've put here a quote, Srimad Bhagavatam. Okay, so yeah, so in the Srimad Bhagavatam, uh, in a purport, in the first canto, second chapter, in one purport, Srila Prabhupada says, Lord Sri Krishna and all his plenary parts are Vishnu Tattva, or the lordship of Godhead. From Sri Krishna, the next manifestation is Balaram, Baladev. From Baladev is Sankarshan. From Sankarshan is Narayan. From Narayan, there is the second Sankarshan. And from this Sankarshan, the Vishnu Purusha avatars. So, um, uh, yeah, I mean, two, two Sankarshans are mentioned there. So it says that, so Baladev is the first expansion of Krishna, and then from him comes Sankarshan, sometimes called um, Mula Sankarshan. Um, it's said that when, so Krishna and Balaram are in their, their original forms in Braj, but when they leave Brindavan and when Krishna goes to uh, Mathura, then um, he expands as uh, Vasudev Krishna and Balaram expands as Mula Sankarshan. But, um, and then it's, yeah, so there in that quote, it says then from, from Mula Sankarshan comes Narayan. And then from Narayan, the second Sankarshan, who's also who's also called Maha Sankarshan. And um, interestingly, it's said that Lord Shiva meditates on that Maha Sankarshan. Um, and then from Maha Sankarshan, the Vishnus expand for the purpose of the material creation. So um, in the Bhagavad Gita, in the seventh chapter, uh, in verse four, in the purport, uh, Prabhupada puts a, a verse from the Narada Pancharatra. And um, this verse uh, from the Narada Pancharatra says that for material creation, Lord Krishna's plenary expansion assumes three Vishnus. The first one, Mahavishnu, um, sometimes called um, Karanadakashayi Vishnu. So Mahavishnu, he creates the total material energy known as the Mahatattva. The second, Garbhadakashayi Vishnu, enters into all the universes to create diversities in each of them. The third, Kshiradakashayi Vishnu, is diffused as the all-pervading supersoul in all the universes and is known as Paramatma. He is present even within the atoms. 
Anyone who knows these three Vishnus can be liberated from material entanglement. So that's just to explain a little bit about who, who, what the three, the functions of the three different Vishnus. Um, and ultimately the third one that's described there, Kshirada Kshayi Vishnu, it's said that he's, he um, enters into every single atom and he's also the super soul, the Paramatma. So he is present alongside every jiva in the heart. And as we said, this is coming from Lord Balaram. And that Lord Balaram is the same Nityananda Ram. So um, in another purport in the, in the first canto of Bhagavatam, the third chapter, Srila Prabhupada says that from Baladev, the first phalanx of plenary expansions, Vasudev, Sankarshan, Aniruddha and Prajumna expands. So it's very interesting because in terms of the incarnations of the Lord, um, when Krishna appears as himself, Krishna Bhagwan, that he's he's actually Krishna, and when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu comes, he is also Krishna. He's the original personality of Krishna. But all the other avatars, so for example, like Lord Ram, Narsingha, Vamana, um, Parashuram, so so many other uh, avatars, um, they're considered to all be coming from Lord Balaram. So I also found it interesting that in uh, so in Goloka Vrindavan, the original Krishna is there and he comes as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and the original Balaram, he's coming as Lord Nityananda. He's, Lord Nityananda is not coming from like an expansion of Balaram, but he is Balaram himself. And as we read there about Kshiradakashayi Vishnu, that he's coming from Lord Balaram, who's Lord Nityananda. So Lord Nityananda is the Paramatma. He's in the heart of everybody. I actually, I used to know a devotee whose name was uh, Hridai Nitai Das, so the servant of Nitai in the heart, which is a very nice name. <laughs> um, but as the Paramatma, Lord Nityananda, he, know, he knows the sufferings of, of others. There's actually a very nice song of Srila Vrindavan Das Thakur um, called Jaya Jaya Nityananda Rohini Kumar. And there's a verse in the where Vrindavan Das Thakur sings, Doyara takura nitai paraduka jane hari namer malagati dilo jagajane. And it means the merciful Lord Srinitai knows the sufferings of others. He has strung together a garland of the holy names which he has bestowed upon the people of this world. They're very beautiful to think that Lord Nityananda. He he actually he knows he knows our condition. Um, as I mentioned last week, there's something very accessible about him. Um, you know, he is the most reliable friend because he is actually always with you. Um, so that's something about the first line, um, patita jiver. So why, why the souls are destitute and fallen, um, and how Lord Nityananda is qualified to help them. He's going door to door on the order of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Um, and then it says in the second line that um, Harinam Mahamantra Vichena Bilaya, that he is freely distributing this Hari, Harinam, this Harinam Mahamantra, um, this great mantra for deliverance. Um, and we mentioned before that this is Lord Chaitanya's instruction to uh, Lord Nityananda that, you know, whoever you meet, just get them to chant Krishna, get them to worship Krishna, teach them about Krishna, get them to teach others about Krishna. Um, and and uh, we mentioned before that later on, Nityananda Prabhu was, was sent to um, Bengal. Uh, on the order of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, when Lord Chaitanya was going to travel to South India, he was going to preach there, and uh, he sent Rupa and Sanatan to Mathura, and he told uh, Nityananda Prabhu to preach uh, extensively in Bengal. Uh, there's, uh, the verse is from the Adi Leela, seventh chapter. Nityananda Gosane Pataila Godadeshe, Deno Bhakti Pracharila Ashesha Visheshe. That as Rupa Goswami and Sanatan Goswami were sent toward Mathura, so Nityananda Prabhu was sent to Bengal to preach extensively the cult of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, um, yeah, this, this, uh, 
what Lord Nityananda Prabhu is doing then, giving the Maha Mantra to everybody. Um, there's there are lots of other songs about that, and actually this instruction that he gave when he says, um, uh, what is it? Bolo Krishna, uh, Bhaja Krishna. Bolo Krishna, Bhaja Krishna, Koro Krishna, Shiksha. In uh, one of his songs, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur um, has, has put this, this in one of the verses, in this Nadia Godrume Nityananda Mahajan, um, how this, this, uh, the, great, the great soul Nityananda Prabhu uh, is, is distributing the holy name. And he's, he, Bhaktivinoda Thakur quotes uh, he, the, what Lord Nityananda Prabhu would say when he would when he would go up to people and he, he would say that you know on the order of Prabhu on the order of my master you know please take take this uh, take this maha mantra bolo krishna bhaja krishna koro krishna shiksha and um, there's also another very wonderful song I put my, uh, sorry i just have to get the uh, the book of the songbook here. There's another wonderful song that Bhaktivinoda Thakur has wrote about Lord Nityananda preaching uh, the Maha Mantra, and it's called Boro Sukher Gabur Gai. Some of you might be familiar with it. It's a very, um, it has a very, very happy mood. This song, um, Agni Dev Prabhu sings it sometimes. You might may have heard. Agni Dev Prabhu singing it. So even from the very start, uh, so Sukher means like happiness and Boro means like the best or the greatest. So sometimes we hear Krishna is uh, Vrindavan Nata Boro, that he's the best dancer of Vrindavan. So Boro Sukher, the greatest happiness, Gabur Gai, a guy I'm singing, and Gabor news. I'm singing news of the greatest happiness. And then Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur goes on in this song to explain that at the place known as Surabi Kund in Navadweep, the marketplace of the holy name has now been opened. And Lord Nityananda himself is the proprietor. And the, the, the chorus of this song, maybe you've heard they sing, Kodani Thai, Kodani Thai. So Koda means like the, the owner or the master or the, the manager or the proprietor. And um, as I say, this song, it's very, um, it has a really nice mood. I really like how um, it's, it's quite funny in the, in the second verse. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur, he, he says, um, So, Boro, um, again, like the most or the best, and Mojar means like funny. So he's saying that like the funniest things are happening in this place. Um, and he, he, he goes on to explain more, but I won't take too much time. But basically, it's just so funny how he's explaining it all as if it's like some kind of like business, how the devotees are all lined up. And Nityananda Prabhu, he's like looking at each one and he's like examining their qualifications and then he's bargaining with them for a price. But yet we know that his price is only the faith. All that he wants is just even just a tiny, tiny little bit of faith in the holy name. And then... Nityananda Prabhu, he gives that pure holy name. And uh, it's very, very sweet. And he says, um, when Nitai sees a tear welling in someone's eye upon chanting the name of Gora, he instantly gives all support to that person, all spiritual riches he, he gives them. Um, and it's said that such a person who just, just has a little bit of faith that he gives them um, genuine realization of the pure teachings of Krishna. And it also says in that same verse, that's in verse eight in this song, he says, he then goes, says, Jati dhana vidya bala nakore apeksha. So, um, oops, I'll just find the word for word. Jata, where are we? So these, the, the jati, dhana, vidya, and bala, these are all like material qualities. So jati, caste by birth, dhana, your material wealth, vidya, mundane knowledge, bala, physical strength. So all those, he says, na kore apeksha, that he doesn't care for them. He doesn't care for any of those things. So again, like we mentioned last week, he's not discriminating on anything, but it's also um, uh, it's this this mood of um, 
material qualifications not being of any help to someone on the spiritual path. Um, Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur also includes that in another very wonderful song called um, Sri Godruma Chandra Bhajan Upadesh, which some of you may know also. It's, it's quite a long song. It's about 20 verses glorifying Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and it's a wonderful song. Um, but in verse 11, I think it's, uh, it's verse 11, right? I just have to check. Uh, verse, oh no, sorry, verse 12. He sings, um, Shruti Varna Dhana Dinayasya Kripa Janane Balavad Bhajane Navina Tamahaitu Kabava Patahi Sake Bhajagodruma Kanana Kunjam. And that means, oh friend, without the devotional performance of purely intense bhajan, your scholarship, family lineage, wealth, and so on, are completely ineffective for invoking the mercy of the Lord. With a service attitude that is unmotivated, just worship the beautiful moon of Gojuma's forest bowers. So it's again, just to emphasize the point which I really like it a lot that he's saying that, you know, any of these material qualifications, Nityananda Prabhu, he doesn't care for them. He doesn't care. Um, and it, well, he, he just wants everyone to have just that little, little bit of faith. Um, and it's actually, it's quite sweet because it, it applies quite a lot. We mentioned last week that um, Srila Prabhupada is often seen as a Shaktiyavesh avatar or um, specifically empowered by Lord Nityananda, as um, Srila Bhakti Rakshak Sridhar Dev Goswami Maharaj has explained. Um, and actually, uh, on board the Jaladutta, when Prabhupada was on his way to America, um, in, in one poem that he wrote, he wrote that, um, I have no devotion, nor do I have any knowledge, but I have strong faith in the holy name of Krishna. And he went on to say that I've been designated as Bhaktivedanta. And, you know, if you like, you can fulfill the meaning of this word. But I thought it was very nice because, I mean, Prabhupada obviously has that same you know, mood of, he, he, very, he's very, very humble. He's saying he doesn't have any devotion or knowledge. Obviously, we know that he does. But he's saying that he does have strong faith in the holy name of Krishna. And I think, you know, it, it's true to say that probably everybody here, you know, this Maha Mantra has changed all of our lives. So Nityananda Prabhu is giving that to, the, to, this, uh, to these people. He's uh, Harinam. Mahamantra Dijena Bilaya, that he's freely distributing the Harinam Mahamantra. And uh, as we hear from Bhakti Vinod Thakur, that he's giving the pure holy name, Nityananda Prabhu. So that's kind of three, kind of summarized a little bit. Um, and now we go on to verse, verse four. Um, maybe I should, uh, I don't know if I need to share the screen again, maybe not. Um, so we read verse 4, Yare deke tare kahe dante trina dhori, amare kiniya loho bolo gaura hari. That means, yare deke, that whoever he sees, uh, tare kahe, to them he says, um, dante, Dante, because I think it's, 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 it's uh, Latin would be like dente. Dante means like teeth. So in his teeth, uh, he's uh, trina, trina dhori. Trina, we know it's like grass or straw. Dhori, he's holding. So in his, uh, in his, um, how is it? Holding a straw in his teeth. Um, he calls out to anyone that he sees. Um, he calls out to them, please purchase me by worshipping Gora Hari. So it's really very, very sweet because we're reading all these things about the opulence and, and um, you know, inconceivable philosophy behind Lord Nityananda. But at the same time, he's, he's displaying such humility that, to to me that seems inconceivable that he's going up to, to to people with a you know holding a straw in his teeth and he's just begging them like please purchase me by worshiping Gora Hari. So 
he's he's acting on Lord Chaitanya's instructions, but also, um, as we know that um, in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Shikshashtakam, um, in the third verse, he's saying, Trinada Pisanichina, Tarori Vasahishnina, Amani Namanadena, Kirtaniya Sadahari, that um, one should chant the holy name of the Lord in a humble state of mind, thinking oneself lower than the straw in the street. One should be more tolerant than a tree, devoid of all sense of false prestige, and should be ready to offer all respect to others. In such a state of mind, one can chant the holy name of the Lord constantly. So Nityananda Prabhu, he's really like the epitome of, of that. He's really... Um, He's really showing that humility. And um, I thought I'll just tell you a, very, a nice story briefly, which may, many of you may have heard as well, because I'm sure many of you are f familiar with this concept. You may have heard it from either Srila Padmanabh Maharaj or from Al Guru Maharaj. But I remember a couple of years ago um, in a class, uh, we were in um, Madhuvan in Costa Rica, and um, Srila Padmanabh Maharaj was giving a talk. And he was mentioning about these these four principles in, in the third verse of Shikshashtakam and how they're so important for our spiritual life. Um, and it was it was a concept because at that time I'd never heard it explained like this before, but it really, really struck me and it really had a big effect that often we hear devotees preaching about like the, the four regs, you know, or the four regulative principles, you know, like no meat eating, no illicit sex, no gambling, no intoxication. And sometimes they're preaching about this. And, you know, sometimes you may hear some devotees saying that you know I've, I've i've never broke any of those principles in my whole life and that's very nice but like as Prabhupada explains that those principles are to kind of bring us to like a human um platform and um like padmanabh maharaj was explaining that these those those principles they um they stop us from committing kind of like um bo bodily sins or you can say like sins of the flesh as like my guru maharaj sometimes you know like karmic getting bad karma you know according to like the bodies that we receive um but what Padmanabh maharaj said in that talk was that he said yeah those principles are important but he said that the the real four principles for gaudiya vaishnavas are the four principles in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's third verse of Shikshashtikam, that being um, humble and being tolerant and offering respect to others and not expecting respect for ourselves. And he explained that because if we follow those principles, then that protects us from aparad or it protects us from any offenses. And um, Essentially, that's why it's so important in our spiritual lives, because as we know, like the one thing that can really damage one's spiritual advancement is making offenses, um, especially to great souls and, and saints. So I really, um, that really helped me when, I, when he heard that. And I've also heard Maharaj saying that whenever anything um, disturbing comes up for him, there was recently something was bothering me a bit and he said to me that whenever something disturbs him he tries to he meditates on that verse from shikshashtikam and uh and he tries to think like how much am i really giving myself to that verse and i thought wow that's really good advice <laughs> so um i just thought i'd include that because you know, like we see, we see Lord Nityananda Prabhu being so humble and he's like, you know, he's such a good example for us, but it's really nice to remember that, you know, to, to try to be like that. Um, in terms of his humility and his innocence, like in this verse, he sounds very innocent. You know, he's just going up to people and he's saying like, please purchase me. Um, and in uh, Chaitanya Bhagavat, there are many examples of um, the very, very sweet um, childlike nature of Lord Nityananda. Um, so this week I've been reading some different stories from Chaitanya Bhagavat to uh, become a bit familiar with some of them. Um, and for some examples might be like sometimes or Nityananda Prabhu because he was not really uh, he was so absorbed in the in the ecstasy of Krishna Prema and Gaura Prema 
that he was not very um, conscious of the external world. So he wasn't conscious of how he was appearing, for example. So sometimes he would just appear and he wasn't dressed. He didn't, he didn't, he wasn't, wasn't wearing any clothes. And sometimes Lord Chaitanya would chastise him when he would appear like that. Like, uh, so Lord Nityananda, he stayed in the house of Srivas Thakur and Malini Devi. And um, sometimes he would appear in the courtyard without any clothes on. And Lord Chaitanya would say, would like tell him off and say, like, what are you doing? There's like, you can't be like this in like a householder's place. <laughs> and, um, but Nityananda, he just wasn't, he just wasn't conscious of it. Um, and uh, it said that Malini Devi, the wife of Srivastakur, it said that she she understood Lord Nityananda's ecstasy, and they had a very very sweet relationship. Um, you know, she, he saw her as a mother, and she saw him as her little boy. Um, so at the same time, although sometimes Lord Chaitanya would chastise Nityananda Prabhu, but some other times he didn't, um, and. Uh, he, uh, he, as we mentioned last week, that he didn't want anybody to misunderstand um, Lord Nityananda. He didn't want anybody to think that he was just like crazy. He wanted everyone to know. So on one of the occasions where Nityan Nityananda Prabhu did without any clothes on, and Mahaprabhu took off his own turban and he, he took it off, and he with that he clothed Nityananda Prabhu and he got him dressed. And then, um, and then he asked Lord Nityananda, "Give me one of your cobins, like that, this undergarment, this like loincloth." And uh, and and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he tore up the cobind into into strips, and he gave it out to the devotees that were present. And uh, he he said to the devotees, "Tie tie this cloth around your head." And then Lord Chaitanya went on to emphasize the the very exalted position of Lord Nityananda. Um, like we are saying, so that he doesn't, so that nobody misunderstands. And um, so Mahaprabhu, he said things like uh, about Lord Nityananda. He said that he has all the power of Krishna, and he said that he is non-different from Krishna. <clears throat> Lord Chaitanya said that Lord Nityananda is the father of all living entities. He is their protector and their friend. His every action is filled with nectar of love for Krishna. And he said that by serving Lord Nityananda, one attains pure love for Krishna. And then, uh, um, then Lord, Nitya, Lord Chaitanya, he got um, everybody. At that time, Lord Nityananda Prabhu, he was not really in, in external consciousness. So, and Lord Chaitanya uh, washed his feet and he told everybody to drink the Charanamrita, the water that had washed the feet of Lord Nityananda. And then, so when the devotees did that, um, everybody became um, ecstatic. They were exhibiting different symptoms. Uh, some of them uh, started to say things like that they could feel that all their ties to the material world had been cut. Um, they, they felt so much happiness and so much love. Um, and they danced, they sang, some of them cried, some of them like lost consciousness. Um, and then Lord Chaitanya, he got up and he started to dance. And then, and then Lord Nityananda, he got up and he started to dance as well. And it said that they, they danced for the whole day. Um, and, uh, and then Lord Chaitanya, he glorified Lord Nityananda even more. Um, where did I put it? Uh, yeah, sorry, here yeah, I'll read the verse. So, yeah, it says in, in uh, Chaitanya Bhagavat, uh, the 12th chapter of Madhya Leela, uh, Madhya Khand, sorry. Uh, so, Lord Chaitanya said that he who has faith and devotion for Lord Nityananda has faith and devotion for me also. Lord Shiva and Lord Brahma bow down before Nityananda's feet. Therefore, all of you should place your love in Lord Nityananda's feet. Lord Krishna will never abandon anyone who has once touched Lord Nityananda. So it's very, very sweet. Um, 
And yeah, as we mentioned about his, uh, his extraordinary humility, um, I will just give another example of that, which I read also this week in the Chaitanya Bhagavat. Uh, we mentioned that he had a very special relationship with Malini. It said that Malini understood um, Lord Nityananda Prabhu's ecstasy and, um, and they had a lot of affection for each other. And one day, um, um, Malini, uh, she was she was crying, and Lord Nityananda asked her mother, "Why are you crying?" And she said that a crow, a bird, a crow just came, and there was a, a cup that was prepared with some with some ghee, and it was going to be for the offering for Krishna. So Shrivastakur, it was going to be for some offering, and the crow came and it took the cup away, and. Um, so and Malini thought, oh no, I, I I can't I can't do anything. I can't bring it back. And Srivas, he's he's going to be angry that this cup is gone. And so she was crying. And um, and Nityananda Prabhu said, um, you know, don't worry. And he called the crow. He just said, crow, go bring that bring that cup back. And um, there's actually yeah, the, when the the verse in the Chaitanya Bhagavat at that point when Lord Nityananda asks the crow, it says, Lord Nityananda resides in the hearts of all. Who has the power to disobey him? Because as we read, he is the Paramatma. So he spoke to the crow. And so the crow went away and he and the crow brought back the cup with the ghee. And then um, Malini Devi, she, um, she stood up and she started to offer prayers to Lord Nityananda. And... Um, I just thought they were very beautiful, and I'm, I'm going to read you just a few verses of these prayers, because um, it shows that although Malini Devi, she, she treated Lord Nityananda as her, as her little boy, as her, as her own son, but she actually knew all the, all the tattva of Lord Nityananda. Um, so I will just read these verses. So it's from verse um, 46. So... Yeah, so seeing these wonders, she was overcome with bliss. Standing up, she prayed to Lord Nityananda. For he who brought his guru's son back from the dead, who protects all the worlds, and who has the power even to bring souls back from Yama's house, what is the glory in taking a cup from a crow? For Anantashesh, who carries the countless universes on his head, who in his pastimes is not even aware of the universe's weight on his head and whose holy name destroys the material illusion that has no beginning. What is the glory in taking a cup from a crow? For you, who in ancient times were Lakshman and lived in the forest, who were the guardian, always staying by Sita's side, who only looked at Sita's feet on the ground, but never at her directly, and who with arrows, killed Ravan's dynasty. What is the glory in taking a cup from a crow? Finally understanding your great power and glory, Yamuna Devi approached your feet and offered prayers. For you who protect the 14 worlds with your power, what is the glory in taking a cup from a crow? Still, whatever you do is never small or unimportant. Whatever you do is eternal and transcendental. This the four Vedas say. So those are the prayers of Malini Devi. So and then at this this last part, I thought it was so sweet because Lord Nityananda Prabhu, he's hearing all these prayers, and then it says that he, hearing these prayers, Lord Nityananda smiled, and in the mood of a little boy, he said, "Mother, I want to eat something now." And then. As Malini looked at Lord Nityananda, because she was she saw him as a mother, milk started to flow from her breasts. And Lord Nityananda, in the mood of an infant, in the mood of a little boy, he drank milk from her. It's just amazing. And then it says, Lord Nityananda's inconceivable pastimes are like this. Shall I narrate more of them? They are already known by all the world. Lord Nityananda's activities are extraordinary and inconceivable. Anyone who knows the truth about Lord Nityananda worships him. So some, uh, just, yeah, some very sweet pastimes just to emphasize a little bit more about the, uh, the great humility um, 
of Nityananda Prabhu. And and just to kind of summarize, in the um, there's just a couple of verses from Madhya uh, Kanda again from Chaitanya Bhagavat that it says that um, filled with love for Lord Krishna. Um, Lord Nityananda enjoyed very extraordinary pastimes. He always acted like a small boy. He spoke affectionate, sweet words to everyone he saw. He danced, sang, played musical instruments and laughed. Sometimes he roared with bliss. When the people heard him, wonder took birth in their hearts. So, yeah, very nice. And then, um, the, so the last, the last line of of the fourth verse, this Amare, uh, what is it? Amare kiniya loho bolo gorahari. So he's approaching people with a straw in his teeth, and he's saying, "Please purchase me by worshiping gorahari." So we mentioned briefly earlier that um, Krishna and Balaram are sometimes called the Savior Bhagavan and Sevaka Bhagavan. Um, we're going to explore this a bit more in the next talk, um, but um, there's there's one lecture of uh, Srila Prabhupada where he says um, he says that Nityananda Prabhu is Guru Tattva, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Savior Tattva. The Guru is teaching how to worship Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So Nityananda Prabhu, he's asking people to. To, to worship Lord Chaitanya and to chant Gauranga. Um, so he, Lord Nityananda, he's following Lord, Lord Chaitanya's instructions, but he's also, he also awakens love in others for Lord Chaitanya. Um, Chaitanya, uh, oh, there was one verse I was going to read. Oh, yeah. So this is when in Chaitanya Charitamrita, when Nityananda Prabhu, um, verse 29 in uh, Madhya Lila, verse one, uh, sorry, chapter one, um, it says, uh, so this is where Lord, Ch so Lord Nityananda, he's following Lord Chaitanya's instructions. He's telling everyone about Krishna, but he's also getting them to worship Lord Chaitanya. Chaitanya Seva, Chaitanya Gau, Lao Chaitanya Nama, Chaitanya Ye Bhaktikare Se Mora Prana. Nityananda Prabhu requested everyone to serve Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, chant his glories and utter his name. Nityananda Prabhu claimed that person to be his life and soul who rendered devotional service unto Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So this topic of Nityananda Prabhu being Guru Tattva, I thought we will explore a little bit more in the next class. Um, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure how long this this one would last. I felt last week I went over time a little bit, so I was trying to keep it a bit shorter. Um, but so next time we're going to explore that a bit more, Lord Nityananda as Guru Tattva, and we'll also study. Um, verses uh four and four and five yeah sorry i think i i think i i think i was getting the verses mixed up there i think i was saying that it was verse four but it was actually verse three sorry anyway next time we'll do verses four and five and uh and speak a bit more about lord nityananda and hopefully then after we've studied all the verses then maybe we can sing the whole song which which would be nice and um I will just end the talk with a very nice quote that I wrote down many years ago that I mentioned to you all last week, that one of the things that really enthused me um, when I was a younger devotee living in the temple was listening to the um, pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, told by uh, Radhanath Maharaj. And um, I remember once, so I heard him say this quote and I wrote it down in a notebook long time ago so i found it to share with you today and we'll end with this because i think it kind of sums up everything that we've been talking about today so he says um, nityananda prabhu the supreme personality of godhead the controller of all universes who in his mere partial expansion of an expansion of Mahavishnu, when he inhales, he destroys all the universes within a moment. That same all-powerful Lord comes and falls at the feet 
of the insignificant jivas who have rejected him and blasphemed him and stolen his property. He could destroy them in a second. He could destroy everything in a second, but he would lay himself prostrate in the dust of the ground at their feet and roll on the ground and with tears in his eyes, beg them, please take this great maha mantra of the chanting of the holy names. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So that's, that's my talk for today. I'm going to uh, allow you all to unmute yourselves if you would like to, if anybody has any comments or uh, questions or, uh, or anything. Um, uh, yeah, please share if there's anything you'd like to say. Otherwise... Okay, we can. Oh, there's. Oh, so Sharada is asking Was Lord Nityananda singing bhajan as well as chanting a lot on the streets of Bengal whilst preaching? Was he singing bhajans? I don't know. I don't know, and I'm not sure who. Ask unless I do more reading and find out. Does that, does any does anybody here know? I don't know. Maybe Shamananda Prabhu may have heard sometime. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I'm really not sure. I mean, we hear um, we often, we hear that the famous, you know, that he would sing Bhaja Goranga Kaha Goranga. That he would sing that song, which um, now is known as a bhajan. Um, that you know, if one uh, takes Lord Chaitanya's name and worships him, then they become m more dear to Lord Nityananda than his own life and soul. Um, but I'm not. I'm not sure specifically. Actually, sorry, Sharada, but thank you for asking. And, um, I didn't actually. Last week we had a question from Omkar Prabhu, and I didn't. Um, I didn't actually put anything in, on the YouTube um, video. But I have been meaning to do that because I think when I re-listened to it, I think I could understand his question a, a bit better. Um, so I, I meant to do that. I'm sorry. I don't know if he's if he's on the call today, but I'm, I'm sorry that I didn't do that, and I will. Um, but yeah, I mean, if there's nothing else, I don't know if everyone's quite happy, then uh, we'll just uh, hopefully try to be more absorbed in thinking of Lord Nityananda over the next week. So next Saturday, um, there won't, I won't be giving a talk. Next Saturday will be the Avir Bhav Mahotsava of Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur. And Srila Brigupad Prabhu will be giving a talk on that day. Um, so I'll be back in two weeks' time um, with the, the, the last class in this series. Um, yeah, but thank you so much for, for your attention. And um, yeah, I really appreciate the opportunity to share all of this with you. And uh, yeah, thank you very much. Shunityananda Ram Prabhu, keep jai. Shula Gurudev, keep jai. Ananda Koti Vaishnavrinda, keep jai. Hari Hari Bo. Shri Mati 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 Mati